you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with your, with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. What's up guys. Welcome back. Confidently flawed Danny here with Brooke. We got a, we got a fun little episode for you here today. And what we, what we decided to do is we just did a three-part series kind of on fitness and injury prevention and all that uh, last month. So what we wanted to do is, is change it up and give you another series here. And we wanted to talk about when it comes to nutrition, some of the common myths, I guess you could call it that, you know, or misconceptions that people have about certain types of foods that get a bad rap, but really aren't as bad as, as they may seem. Right. And Brooke, I know this is something that you're very passionate about and, and have a lot of knowledge on, you know, but we wanted to talk first about red meat, right. And Red meat has been, you know, I, I still get it to this day. So many people coming in and like, you know, they're talking about what they're doing, you know, to, to improve their health and everything there. And they're like, oh, well, I cut out red meat and everything there. But is that necessarily the best choice for them? What, what would you say, Brooke? So I love this conversation. And I love this topic. And I'm so excited for this series because if you guys have been listening to me at all throughout this podcast, I, I'm very passionate about fueling our bodies. And I think it's important to first look back before we even get started. I want everyone to just look back at where we were and what we used to eat and where we are now and what we eat now. And if we look back 50, 60, 70 years ago, what was the standard diet? It pretty much consisted of meat, milk, eggs, cheese, you know, and, and, really, really healthy sources because there was no, there was no processing. There was no genetically modified foods. There was no pesticides. It was so simple and plain. And then we look at where we are today. And a lot of our diet consists of plant-based meats or now genetically modified or lab grown meats. We've got processed foods. We've got cereals. We've got bagels. We've got different types of bread that isn't traditional sourdough. And I just first want to ask you, do you feel that we are getting healthier as a society because of our foods? And I am not here to tell anybody that if let's say they are vegetarian or vegan, that that is wrong. So please hear it in my heart that if that is what you are doing and that works for you, that's wonderful. But I do want to break the myths of so many different food sources and food types that they aren't as bad as we think they are. Now, with that being said, I unfortunately do think it has been harder to be able to get better qualities. And I think quality is the number one reason why so many of these foods are vilified. 
I think that the conversation of red meat, which is what we're going to talk about on this episode of our series, red meat has been so vilified because it has changed so much generation from generation. We used to have really, really good, clean cows where they weren't injected with different antibiotics. They were grazing on grass. They weren't eating grain. You know, they weren't eating certain types of grass that was, you know, sprayed with different glyphosate and pesticides. And so with that changes the nutritional content of the food that we're eating. But when we look at the food source, I think it's so, so important to first Yes, we can talk about quality, which I want to get into that. But but before we even talk about quality, let's first talk about is red meat good for you? All right, let's look at just the, what's what's in red meat and, and why we want to consume it. You know, there's so many people who say that red meat is actually in a way nature's multivitamin. And that is very, very true. You can get a lot of great vitamins and minerals from red meat. We've got B12. B12 is amazing and it's needed for energy and serotonin production. We've got zinc. This is amazing for our hormones. It's needed for healthy brain functioning and a strong immune system. It's got good levels of cholesterol, not you know unhealthy levels of cholesterol, good cholesterol. And we know that good cholesterol lowers actual cholesterol levels. So there's a difference between good and bad cholesterol cholesterol, HDL and LDL. You want HDL. You don't want the LDLs. And if you have a good form of cholesterol, it's incredible for your brain function, but it also helps to lower um, your bad cholesterol and, in, um, and also help with anxiety and just overall testosterone levels. And that's super, super, super important, you know, and we also see a lot of really good omega three fats in good quality beef. Um, and just honestly, so, so much healthy nutrients. Now, with that being said, I think the reason why red meats especially has gotten a bad rap is because it's changed so much. And I think with that change, it's important to talk about what types of meat we're getting, because there's really two main sources. We've got grain fed cows and grass fed cows. And with grass fed, um, that's highly, highly, highly recommended because that's where you're going to see your nutritional value of that meat stay intact. Whereas when you start to change what these cows were meant to be eating and, and meant to be consuming, it does change what this really, really good quality meat years and years and years, years ago used to be to what it is now. And unfortunately today we are moving so much further away from eating for nutritional value versus eating for taste, right? We see so many people not eating what our ancestors used to eat because it doesn't taste good or it's or it's not seasoned properly. And with that seasoning comes all of these inflammatory oils and comes all of these just really unhealthy processed grains to maybe make it breaded and deep fried. And while that might taste good, you're not getting nutritional content from it. And we talk about it a lot on this show of the topic of supplements. Why do you think people need supplements that much more today? It's because they aren't getting what they need from their food sources. And so with that being said, how can we make red meat the good quality sourced red meat? Uh, the biggest thing I would say is to make sure we are eating grass fed. So the difference between grass fed and grain fed. So grain fed is typically when the cows are confined and fed grains. Um, grains are heavily sprayed with pesticides. So not only 
Is the cow not eating what it was meant to? It's consuming pesticides and pesticides change the genetic material or the genetic compounds of the, of the meat. And so, so much of those nutrition or the, so much of those nutrients that our body is used to getting from this, this meat is being destroyed through all these pesticides and all these different genetic modified materials that could be in these grains or in the pesticides. Um, and grains are also very, very, very contaminated with so many other things, including mold toxins and mold makes a huge effect on our food and on just nutrient, like it feeds off of nutrients and vitamins and minerals. Whereas grass fed cows, they roam free. They consume grass. They're getting the natural vitamin D from the sunlight, which is also increasing their health, right? You, you essentially want to consume healthy animals, which is going to give you healthy products. If you have a cow that's confined in closed, you know, closed areas, is it eating what it was meant to? Is not fueling from the sun? It's not going to perform as good. It's not going to be as healthy. Therefore it's meat isn't going to be as good. Um, Grass-fed animals, again, have more omega-3 fatty acids, vitamins, and beta carotene, as well as fewer to no antibiotics. And antibiotics are then absorbed into our bodies when we consume them. And so I think the whole conversation around why red meat is bad isn't necessarily because people don't think that red meat has a lot of nutrition, like nutritional value. I think it's because so many people are not consuming the right red meat. They're not consuming the right quality. And with that causes a lot of problems. And, you know, we could go down this whole conversation of how it's, it could be bad for the environment and, Quite frankly, I, I'm not even going to go there because I truly don't believe that an animal that has grazed our land for years and years and years and years is suddenly now being the problem when we have introduced so many more different pollutants into our, into our environment. So with that, Danny, I know that was a lot and I have a lot more I want to share, but I want to know what your thoughts are on, on red meat. Yeah, I think I think just based on what you just said, and from what I know is you are what you eat. And not only you are what you eat, but so is the cattle. And so is any other animal source or whatever it is, right? It's the same concept as us as humans, right? Like, how healthy are we really, if we're cooped up inside all day, right? We don't move very much, right? We eat the foods that we're not meant to eat, right? Uh, Like processed foods and everything there. And we're not getting sunlight, like you mentioned, like we're not going to be very healthy as humans. Well, neither are the cattle, right? And again, going back to you are what you eat. So if they're not very healthy, they're not eating the foods that they're naturally meant to eat, that you're naturally meant to digest. They're not going to be healthy, which means the meat or the, the food source is also not going to be very healthy, which means, again, then translates into us not being very healthy. You know, so the quality is the name of the game when it comes to red meat. And it's not so much because you'd be like, oh, it's got a lot of cholesterol, like you said, but it's the different kind of cholesterol. And if you eat the right types, more grass fed, you know, and you can even do leaner cuts of meat like it's it really isn't that fatty, you know, so. The, the problem with it is what you said, Brooke, is the quality of it and their lifestyle that they're living and what they're eating. And then the problem with that is 
our fat cells and our fat in the meat is where we hold all those toxins, right? So they're becoming very toxic because of the food they eat. They're going to store all those toxins in the meat, in the, in the, not in the meat, but in the fat that's in the meat, right? And then you eat that and you're getting all those toxins. So it's not so much the, the, the cattle that's the issue or the cow. It's the, it's the lifestyle and the process of it. That is the issue, right? If you're eating a, if you're eating a grass-fed cow, they're going to be leaner, so they're going to have less fat on them. They're going to have a much more nutrient-dense, you know, piece of meat. They're going to have, they're not going to have the toxins in the fat, right? Like those alone are going to allow you to really nourish some of those those key nutrients, like the zinc, like the omega threes, which is huge, um, you know, like the proteins, like the B vitamins that a lot of us are missing, right? And if we can get that from this one singular thing and do it in the right way, I think it goes a long way. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think another reason aside from maybe just in general, the environment or the cholesterol or whatever that may be of people saying red meat is not good for you. I think another thing that people say is because it's high in fat and no one's here to disagree with you that it's not as lean of a source. There's many ways to get a leaner type of or steak or beef or red meat in general, right? There is, there's many different ways to get it to be more lean, but if you're comparing red meat to let's say a chicken or a super, super lean Turkey, or, um, you know, any sort of lean protein, venison, whatever that may be, which I guess still could be in the red meat department, but it's going to be more fatty. Yes. But if you know, Danny and myself, and you've heard the show, we are not afraid of fats. And I think that we need to not fear fats, which we are going to talk about in this series. So hold that thought. But when we think about fats and we think about the quality of fats, that's also very important. Yes, this is red meat has some of the most bioavailable protein that you could have anywhere. And that's really important for our body to be able to, to digest and to utilize for fuel. But it also has fats. And we've talked about on this show when fats especially are in the presence of protein, we can easily digest them. So our body can utilize those fats better. If you were to just, let's say, eat, um, I don't know, let's just say scoops full and scoops full and scoops full of ice cream without any protein in it, really, really unhealthy, not good quality ice cream, that fat is going to be seen in your body as not as beneficial to your body as in a pair comparison to red meat fat, because that fat is, is not only bioavailable to the body, but it's also combined with a good amount of protein. So when I take into account red meat and eating red meat, you know, I think I've talked about this on this show. If I know I'm having red meat, I might not have as much fat throughout the rest of the day. You know, I might not have as much, let's say, coconut oil if I'm cooking or I might stay away from, you know, a little bit less guacamole, sadly, <laughs> but I might lower my fat if you are tracking or if you're trying to count your numbers. Um, but again, I think the really the most important mindset to have when we think about food is to try to not think about your food for taste and try to think about your food for what 
what health benefits you're getting from the food. And I do, I would say that is probably the number one thing. Now I'm not saying I don't like macro tracking, but that could be one flaw in tracking your macros is so many people are so obsessed with looking at the protein, fat, and carbohydrate content of what they're consuming. They're not as focused on the nutritional values of what they're eating. And so they might see a piece of steak and go, oh my gosh, the fat and protein content in this steak is so much higher. The fat, let's say, as compared to a chicken breast that's from Meyer that you bought for $2, that Lord knows where that chicken was and what it ate and what it consumed and what it was injected with. But because that chicken is so much lower in, in, in fat, I'm going to consume that because that's going to help my, my macros. And then I'm going to eat my fat elsewhere. And and, and again, I'm not, I, I truly... From my lifestyle, macro tracking has been the most successful for me, but I want to just encourage you to not just see the numbers. I want you to see of the benefits of it, the different vitamins and minerals that you can get from really, really good quality sources. And I think when you can understand the differences between grass-fed meats and grain-fed meats and why all of a sudden red meat is seen as potentially bad and unhealthy for you... I, I want to challenge you to maybe look into why that is. Why all of a sudden is red meat bad for us? Is it actually, or is it because the quality has gone down so much more because we have added so many different environmental factors to our cattle, which has caused them to have really bad quality meat, which is taking what used to be beneficial to us to really not so, not so beneficial to us. Yeah, that's, that's great stuff, Brooke. You know, it's, I, I agree with you. We we do talk about macros and, and tracking and different things here. And, and I do think it's under appreciated or looked at when it comes to the quality still is important. You know what I mean? Yes. The quantity, if you're trying to lose weight and things like that, but if you're, if you're not to supplement it even more or to amplify your results and how you're feeling, you know, not only short-term, but long-term and longevity, the quality is going to be very, very critical, you know? So what's your, what's your takeaway, Brooke? What's, what's the one thing if somebody's looking at red meat, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? You know, what, what's the thing that, that really they should really consider the most? Grass fed as organic as you can. Red meat is my, my number one recommendation. If you are someone, especially who you feel like you are maybe not wanting to spend all this money on supplements or you feel like you just don't have the energy or you don't have, you know, you know, even hormone health. Like I'm studying hormones so much and red meat is so beneficial for the woman because of all of, and men as well, all of the nutritional value and the vitamins and minerals that's in, in the meat. But again, make sure you're looking for the grass fed because that will make a life of a difference versus the grain fed versus the maybe cheaper options. That's, I would say my one takeaway. Red meat is not something to fear as long as it's the right quality. How about you, Danny? I have to say the same. And I know that's, that's cheating a little bit, but it's so important that if you can get grass fed cattle, you have to do it. It, It's Mm -hmm. just such a different piece of meat, if you will, or product or food source. It, It just, it's such a massive difference. So you know, I, I have to, I have to double down on that and say, get grass fed no matter what. And you'll, you'll be very thankful. Your body will be very thankful that you're choosing the right things for it. You know? So that is, uh, that that's, that's what you got to do. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you want quality and longevity and health is, is important to you, find grass fed, find ways to do it and, and you'll, you'll, you'll be happy with it. So, 
Um, as always, guys, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, thank you for tuning in and, and listening uh, our little spiel or Brooks' little spiel on red meat. And hopefully you found some value from that, learned some things new about red meat or what it really means. And hopefully that helps you with your decision and, you know, is it right for you or not? And, you know, we're here to help and, and share our knowledge with you and, and help make that process easier. So if you found some value, if you learned something new about uh, red meat, uh, please just, at, we just ask that you give us a review, uh, share this message with others and, and share this episode with others. And, you know, we will keep crushing out more content like this and, and helping you guys along the way. Next week, we got part two of our series, go diving into the top, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys have to uh, stay tuned for that. But we have another similar topic. It's all about a food source that gets a bad rap, but maybe really isn't as bad as you think. So we will talk about that on the next week's episode of Confidently Flawed. Mm-hmm.